This podcast is hosted by RPP. The following episode contains coarse language, violent themes, sexual references, and the really creepy stuff. If you're underage, turn off your device. Normal people, Esther, don't just go straight to demonic infestation like we do. Because the government was also freaked out about the movies. They might be dealing with a demonic possession. Meanwhile, as she's on top of him squeezing his throat, she's screaming, who sent him here? And they started to move towards her really fast. What are these? Australian aliens. And welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone, to I (laughs) think my my fridge is haunted. Woo! Yay! Uh, Isolation edition. Isolation edition number three. Yeah, you've got Gemma's beautiful, crisp voice, and you've got my international, dodgy, Telstra, scratchy voice. Uh, have you yep. been? What's going on? Uh, shit. From the last time we spoke, um, I I put the bins out mm-hmm. one time. Mm-hmm. Getting shit done. I went, yeah, that sort of stuff. <laughs> went to the supermarket, but there was a line, so I went home. Etsy. Oh, I have an Etsy store? I have an Etsy store. That's <laughs> excellent. <gasps> yeah, Etsy. Ah, excellent. Ah, <laughs> uh, that yeah. worked in two ways. Yeah. So I have Etsy now. What are you That's selling on it. your es- uh, Etsy? Stickers and origami cranes. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so how, random. How can people find your Etsy? My Instagram, Pistolina underscore burlesque. Or my Facebook, um, Pistolina burlesque. Woo. Awesome. Come at me. Or, 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 or on Etsy, it's called Pistolina's Parlor. And um, did any of your um, isolation mm. shows go ahead? Oh, no, they got moved to May. So okay. now I've got a show on the 4th of May and I've one on the 30th of May. All right, cool. So I have to figure out how to film that shit. Mm. Mm. I'm going to get my mum to do like... <laughs> I could like cool. film you like from the street in your garden <gasps> through the window. That's hilarious. <laughs> well... Red Light Confidential, they've been doing um, their isolation shows on Instagram and Memphis oh, really? Mayhem. Yeah, it's great. I watched Men- Memphis Mayhem last night and, oh, my God, the best isolation video yet. Oh, cool. 100. Incredible. So funny. Holy shit. She, like, fully um, put on all her showgirl, showgirl gear and she did a whole performance throughout her house into her backyard, then into her front yard, and then she, like, checked the mail at, like, 10 o'clock at night. She was in just pasties <laughs> and a G-string. Oh, my God. I, living. She was great. Uh, is it still Couldn't available to watch? It. Yeah, just go on Red Light Confidential page. Oh, classic. Um, and look look for Memphis. I heard so Jazita was going to be doing one as well. She did, and it was incredible. Jazita's so fun. In- She's so fun. So talented. So she make, makes me want to go back to doing, like, classic burlesque just because she's so beautiful. and. But she she does classic, but she makes it so fun. Completely. Like, like her fan work is just probably the best I've seen in Australia. She's great. Very, She's very incredible. Good. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely yeah. mind-blowing. But um, yeah. how have you been? How, oh, your new feature wall looks 
fucking cool, Thank man. Thank you so much. Yeah, I've been working hard on it. I've been painting frames and painting walls, and it's been really good. But I'm I'm super happy with it. And yeah, my 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 spooky wall at home, my purple wall with all my mirrors. Yeah, it's like and a little artwork. voodoo store. I like it. Yeah, it's cool. And my my tarot my tarot cards are up there on a shelf. And yeah. It's yeah. Oh, and and uh, snowbells up there. I saw um, with the little plague doctor outfit. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Jesus. That was the first thing I saw, and I'm like, huh. <laughs> snowbell has a proper place now, not just sitting on my stairs. Uh, what else? Sitting been in going your car seat. On? I've been pretty bored. Um, I've been working from home, but apart from that, like, uh, I tried to dye my hair blue. Um, oh, you but did? it just came out like a really dark plum. You can't see it over the video. Oh, I like plum. That's yeah, it, you can really Why only not? you can really only see it in the sunlight though, because I nice. I didn't bleach it. I didn't want to bleach it because I knew I'd you just mess put it a, up. a rinse through it. Yeah, pretty much. Well, everyone's dyeing their hair. Um, everyone's doing funky things with their hair. Alex Deportius, um, dyed it blue, <laughs> and um, I think she was pink last week. So oh. we'll see what next week will be but uh yeah <laughs> gee uh what are your thoughts on pal oh my god i was wondering if we were going to bring this up yeah. uh disgusted, disgusted disappointed shocked yep yep uh yep. so obviously this will be going out next week so we're going to be way way behind Delayed. but yeah we're, we're we're recording this just a couple of days after the decision to acquit uh, George Pell has been announced, and I don't think anyone saw it coming. Oh, uh, you know what? I think it was all. I I think a few people did. Honestly, I mean, when his tri- when his the trial thing was um, put on hold, it was like postponed. That's when everyone was like, "This shit's going to go down. Like he's going to get out." So it's the Catholic Church; they have money, and like the whole the jury. I'm pretty sure the jury, all of them, found him guilty. And he was able to walk free. So Something's really, really on. horrible. Oh, yeah. That's um, yeah. disappointing. Really, really disappointing. I was shocked. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so angry. I did so watch, angry. I did watch um, Channel 7 basically chasing him up the Hume Highway. Good, good. <laughs> he's gone to Sydney. Apparently he's writing a book about his troubles. Of course he is, douchebag. <laughs> I hope he gets lead poisoning from the typewriter or something. I don't know. Yeah. Dickhead. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw there was footage of him being chased down at a petrol station too. Oh, really? So I, yeah. I, I, yeah. People are, are relentless and I hope people keep doing it. Like I, I hope he is stalked and I hope he is harassed. He's going to have to go somewhere really remote. Like, remember when we were talking about that pedophile farm? Yeah, yeah. That town where pedophiles go? Like, he's going to have to go there. He's telling everyone yeah, well, he's going to Sydney, but he'll probably just get a chopper down to that pedophile farm. Oh, nah, he'll, he'd have, like, some beautiful property somewhere. You never know. He could be on the bloody hiding somewhere in don't, Red Hill. Don't like, say it. On the peninsula. You never know. Uh, There's a lot of... Crazy, Rich crazy people. properties hidden in like the the dirt road back streets of Red Hill. A lot of celebrities, you know, that have these beautiful homes that are just hidden in the bush. It's true. Yeah, so he's, I don't know. Well, he's going to have to start growing his own fruit and vegetables because 
you know, if it's getting chucked out of petrol stations, who's going to want him at the freaking Flinders General Store? You know? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he'll be walking around Balnowring. Oh my god! If he walked past me, I would not recognize him. Really? I just think he's yeah. I think he's just another old dude. I find him pretty recognizable. Um, well, we'll we'll all start um, learning his face. Anyway, just hashtag piss off, pal. Piss off, pal. <laughs> Rotten hell, pal. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I like that graffiti that someone did on St. Patrick's door. I mean, yeah. <laughs> obviously, it's not I know. to be. Um, I don't condone graffitiing a church. Gra- I do. <laughs> okay, Sorry. let's put it a different way. I don't condone graffitiing a heritage-listed building. Heritage-listed building, 100%. Those doors are stunning. Yeah. They're very, very old. But you know what? If there's a church full of pedophiles, go ahead and Yeah, look, I can't, do what I can't say I was, like, too offended. <laughs> no, I was very excited. But, um... <laughs> Um, I ha- one of my friends, Moxie Delight, um, he- very Moxie cute. legend, he messaged me after listening to this, your mysterious sound story, and he has one that I think you should look into. It Ooh. is the, uh, like the old school, I think it was like in the nineties, the Pokemon game, I think, I think it's called Violet Town. The town. And, is- yeah. There's a town in the game called Violet Town and the song apparently used to trigger children into killing themselves. What? And the yeah, the rumor is like there's high frequencies in the music that would make the kids really sick and really depressed and like a few kids killed themselves. But uh, I, I've listened to the song and it is, it is creepy. Um, and I spoke to a few friends and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, when I was a kid and I used to play Pokemon, that song used to creep me out, but obviously they didn't do anything That's really about it. That's interesting but. that you say that because I've heard of a similar uh, story from the UK. I'm going to speak really? to Moxie about that. I'm going to look further into Definitely. this. Send him a message. But, uh, yeah, um, and it, it's creepy because apparently Violet Town is where all the Pokemon are buried, like the ones that die. It, there's like a tower in the town where they bury the the dead Pokemon and it's like it's full of like Pokemon ghosts, but it's 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 a creepy song. It's creepy. Do you mean it, is this something to do with like Pokemon Go or something? No, no. This is the old game from like nineties. What like a Nintendo game or something? I have no idea. I never used to. I never played Pokemon. I had fucking GameCube with Mickey Mouse Haunted House. I used so to I, have I never... a game called Pokemon Snap that was on like. I don't... It might have been on Wii. It, or it was like PC computer, terrible graphics. Okay, I'll speak to yeah. Moxie about it. That sounds interesting. Yeah, look into it. It's really yeah, it's it's pretty cool. But definitely look into that. Okay, cool, awesome. All hey, right, thanks yeah. from the freaking freezer. Facts on the freezer. I gotta get my notes. Hang on. Okay. During Prohibition, illegal distillers of moonshine would hide their distilleries in forested areas, and to deflect law enforcement, they would attach pieces of wood to the bottoms of their shoes in the shape of cow hooves so police couldn't awesome. follow their tracks. I like that. <laughs> I, I had a family friend who made moonshine in his, his like reserve he lived in. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Butterfly the Brave. 
Oh, my God. Classic. Yeah, and it was the best moonshine I've well, I think it was the only moonshine I've ever had, but it was the be- It was incredible. It tasted like honey. Like, I it don't was- think I've ever had moonshine. It's it's nuts. It's so good. Do but any it's very- of our listeners make moonshine? If so, can you send us a sample, please? Yes, please. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. Okay. My fact. Mm-hmm. Indonesia is home to some of the shortest people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think that is? I've no idea. No idea. Let me let me see. If, nah, just says though there are short people and tall people everywhere. Indonesia is home to some of the shortest people in the world, according to data complied from the various global sources by the Telegraph. Well, that's cool. So I don't know. I mean, I have a lot of Indonesian friends, and yes, they are short. Now that I think about it. So, random. <laughs> random. Well, you know, there's a market for short people, I guess. In what? It, I, I don't know, in like partners and movies. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you're a man, but I reckon, pretty tall, so um, I think that comes I in reckon, Oh, you're a giant. You're a giant. But I, I think if like the world was coming to an end, which, you know, it's kind of close to now, the short people are going to survive because they're more hardy and they're closer to the ground. One hundred percent. They'll be able to hide in like cracks and shit. Did you see that meme of the the, the hiker that run in, runs into um, Big Bigfoot and Bigfoot tells him off for not self isolating? <laughs> no, I like it though. <laughs> yeah. Right. Who's going to go yeah, first people, today? Oh, uh, what's yours on a, about? What's your theme? Uh, paranormal phenomena. All right, I'll go. I'll do mine. Okay. Sick. You'll like this one. Um, sources for my story are biography.com, the occult museum, 13th floor TV, and Wikipedia. Ooh, that and sounds good. The, it, yeah, I'm excited about this one, but I'm doing two of the most cursed movies of all time. <gasps> Yay! Amazing! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> so fun. I actually had fun doing this one. I was like, wow, <laughs> so good. All right. So my first movie is the 1982 classic Poltergeist, directed yeah. by Toby Hooper and produced by Spielberg. So, um, Did Toby Hooper direct that? Yeah. I thought Spielberg directed it. Spielberg produced it. But I think oh. he probably took... He he took control a lot, I think, potentially, because he made a lot of the decisions, as we'll find out. You know what Toby Hooper did? What? Uh, Texas, Texas Chainsaw. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. He likes his horror. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense, actually. That fits in. All right. So, many weird deaths followed the release of this movie, as well as the trilogy. Two of these deaths were highly unexpected and weird, which triggered many people speculating about the poltergeist curse. These speculations grew after Joe Beth Williams, who played the mum Diane Freeling, found out that the scene where she's in a big muddy pool full of skeletons was in fact floating around with real, real human skeletons. <laughs> yep. So, like, I hope she got paid well. <laughs> 
Or she didn't know until afterwards. She was pissed. Yeah, you would be. Really pissed. Oh, gross. I just think it's so disrespectful. It's disrespectful, um, but also, like, health and safety as well. Like, uh, th- there's many, many ways that you can come at this. <laughs> oh, for sure. 100%. But um, Spielberg still denies it. Really? But, yeah, he, he will not admit it. But um, it was cheaper in the 80s to use real skeletons as props rather than plastic ones, which, you know, we've heard before in theme parks. And- but how expensive is it to make a skeleton? Really? I don't know, man. Like, think about it. Well, no, you know, Not I'm- a really shitty, cheap skeleton from the You know I'm good shop, with like- my papier-mâché. That's true. But you don't put... Paper mache skeletons in a pool. Well, they're just going to melt. N- not before you know spraying them down with some really good hairspray. That's true. You know what? Let's write to Spielberg <laughs> after this and give him a lecture. <laughs> um, there was also talks of Will Sampson, who played a Native American shaman, um, performing a real exorcism after shooting some scenes one night. Apparently, the exorcism triggered some spooky shit. Okay, which, it's been you know, a long time surprised. since I've watched that movie. Was so was the exorcism in the film, or was it? No, in, he in just his own time? did it. He just did it after filming one and night. He what was, he, he was the a real. He was. I don't know. He was a real Native American, and he just was like, "I'm going to do a quick fucking exorcism." I don't know why. Just after dinner, but he. <laughs> Yeah, just like, oh, guys, we've got an extra 10 minutes. Let's just fill this spot with an exorcism. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was he okay. in the film? Was he like a, a cast a he, person in the cast? He was a shaman. Okay, right. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe he was just uh, being a method actor. Shit. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm all for yeah. that. Yeah, same. Um, Heather O'Rourke, who played the star and the child actress, who's famous for saying, they're here, Mm -hmm. was only six when she first appeared in the film. In 1987, after Heather started feeling stomach pains on set, was misdiagnosed with Crohn's disease, but continued to feel ill. A year later, during the production of Poltergeist 3, she had a heart attack and was rushed to emergency. Mm. She She suffered from septic shock and died on the operating table. To finish the film, they had to use a body dive, double, which is crazy because she was fucking uh, seven. Yeah, at that point. Wow. Seven or eight. Yeah. Um, Dominique Dunn, who played the older sister of Heather, of Heather's character, broke up with her boyfriend in 1982. And late that same year, her ex rocked up to her house pleading to take him back. When she refused, he murdered her. John Sweeney, the ex, was released from prison after only serving three years and seven months. Whoa. Which is bullshit. Julian Beck, who played Kane in Poltergeist 2, was then diagnosed with with stomach cancer in 1983, and soon after finishing up Poltergeist 2, he died too. And then Will Sampson, yeah, who played the Native American shaman, he died after undergoing a heart and lung transplant. Heart and so, lung? Yeah, I, that that in one go. Me out. I, I Can you do that? Unless, unless you're 
unless there's a part of your heart called the lung, I don't fucking know. Whoa. That's, That's crazy. That is That's really like crazy. Frankenstein shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, like, apparently surviving that procedure is very slim anyway. Mm. That's really unfortunate. Scary. Yes. Scary. Okay, now this is the one I'm most excited about talking about. Mm-hmm. This one I had a lot of fun researching. It is the omen. <gasps> this is weird shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is weird shit. Again, really, it's been really a crazy. while since I saw the omen. It's probably been about ten years since I saw the omen. Yes, yeah, same. Yeah. I haven't watched it in ages. But after watching, the, after reading this, I was just like, it sounds pretty cursed. It sounds pretty cursed. Okay. Okay. So the omen was made in 1979, and it happened to be released on June 6, 1976. Wait. So that would be the 6th of the 676. Yeah. So it was released. And why is it 1979? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's 1976. I just fucked that up. Which I'm dyslexic, so (laughs) there you go. Um, June 6, 1976, which supposedly pissed Satan off because it's 666. Pissed Satan um, off. (laughs) It pissed him off, apparently. So he cursed the entire film. (laughs) Wouldn't he be like, oh, cool, you guys made me a movie. That's so nice. But um, (laughs) apparently it's because Satan didn't appreciate being depicted as a small child. Oh, right. Which, you know, is understandable because kids suck. I'd be pissed off too. I guess, but you know, it's like I made you a thing. It's like kind of like when your cat, I know. when your cat brought you in the bottom insoles. Oh, baby boy! Exactly. Yeah, I know. I get it, but look, it's Satan. You got to pay him respect. You don't cast him as a little quiet kid. All right. Even though Damien is very creepy, he is. But... Cre- he is creepy. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So rumored to be perhaps the most cursed film of all time is The Omen, and mm-hmm. I agree. Gregory Pe- Peck, who was an actor in the film, and producer Mace Norfeld were both on separate planes that were both struck by lightning. Apparently, the lightning that hit Peck's plane caught the engine on fire, and they almost crashed into the Atlantic Sea. Only days later, lightning happened to strike Norfeld's plane as he was flying over the Atlantic too. Also, not long before this, Peck's son committed suicide just after Peck decided to take the role in the film. What? And there was no suicide note. So, like, cool, it's a coincidence, but this was just after they had agreed to start filming the movie and they were literally flying over to London. To make preparations and rehearsals and Yeah, that's it. So, like, Peck's son died or killed himself literally – like days after uh, he signed on, Peck decided for the to film. take the yeah, literally just. And uh, I don't think he was um, showing any signs of depression or you know mental illness. I mean, there's bit, three signs right there. You'd be like, okay, uh, my plane got struck by lightning. Uh, my colleague's plane got struck by lightning. My my son has died. It's all yep. surrounding this film. Yeah, don't- and look, I've been on a jet in a storm, in a lightning storm. Mm-hmm. And lightning does strike planes, but it's it's the fact that this jet then caught on fire, which is and almost crashed. crazy scary. 
Yeah, yeah. terrifying. Another plane occurrence was for a shot that they planned for the film where they were to take an aerial shot of London. They had rented a plane to do this, but right at the last minute, the rental company switched planes, giving the original to a group of Japanese businessmen. This plane, while carrying the businessmen, crashed and killed everyone on board. Oh, my God. Yeah, so say, three planes. Does it say why, why? Was the plane faulty? I, I couldn't find it. Couldn't find it, but they fucking everyone died. Wow. Yeah. John Richardson, who created the very iconic scene in the film where the photographer gets beheaded by a sheet of glass. Which you can never think, unsee. No. <laughs> After you've I mean, seen the it. last time I saw that movie was years ago and I can still rem- remember like it. That's like the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of that. It's like the kid holding yeah. his mum's hand or holding someone's hand and looking behind him and that with the sheet of glass. Yeah, and, or, and his birthday party when... Is oh, it the nun yes. or like the maid At or the something just, just jumps? That used to like yes freak me out as a kid. Yeah, I was like, oh man. Yeah, that's the other thing I remember yep. too. Yeah, yeah. So, so what happened mo- to this guy then? A few months after the release of the film, John was working on another film in Holland, and just after midnight on the thirteenth of June, nineteen seventy-six, him and his assistant were involved in a horrendous car crash. The head-on car crash killed his assistant, who was literally sliced in half. Oh, my God. Mirroring, mirroring the iconic scene in the film. Yep. Once John came to his senses after the crash, he opened his eyes, and the first thing he saw was a kilometer marker reading Omen 666. This translated to the closest town to the area they, they crashed, being called Omen, spout O-M-M-E-N, Netherlands. Mm. And the accident happened at kilometer six six six. That's weird. That's a coincidence. Well, and that's crazy. Very yeah, crazy. But imagine so, that. That's like that's like the scene in the movie with the priest. Doesn't he crash his car and look up and there's something, a dog or something? I can't remember. I need to watch it again. Um, did yep. did so? Did he die from the car crash or no? He didn't. But the assistant was. Wow. Completely cut in half. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Next weird thing. In the film, there was a scene where Peck's character is attacked by a pack of Rottweilers. To shoot a scene like this, highly trained dogs are ordered to attack a heavily padded stuntman. Once they started shooting, the attack scene turned very real and the trained dogs turned super aggressive, Hmm. nearly killing the stuntman after getting through the padding and refusing to stop even with their trainers' retaliations. Wow. Yep. Another animal occurrence took place when the film was originally meant to include a scene where zoo tigers growl at Damien. Hmm. During the filming, Sidney Bamford, who was an accredited London-based animal expert, didn't properly secure one of the tigers, resulting in him being mauled to death. (gasps) So that... Scene was never actually no. Nah. So apparently it had it it had Damon Damien at the zoo, and then apparently like the tiger makes eye contact with him and and like winces and like menaces like like you know shows its teeth and kind of grimaces at him. Yeah, but they remove the whole the whole section, I guess. Oh wow! Okay, back to Norfeld. After surviving the lightning strike to his plane. He stated the Hilton. 
Yes. He stayed in the Hilton Hotel in London during filming. During his stay, the IRA, which is the Irish Republican Army, bombed the hotel. He just escaped death. Only days later, Norfeld and other film executives were driving to eat at a fancy restaurant when that was also bombed as well. What? (laughs) Yeah. How much bad luck can you have? It's it's crazy, dude. Okay. So then on the (laughs) 6th of the 6th, 2006, the reboot of The Omen was released. Yeah. And this time around, Pete... Holthwaite, who played Father Brennan. Pete Postlethwaite. His bro- huh? Pete Postlethwaite. Yeah, there you go. You pronounced it. I can't. <laughs> Pete Postlethwaite. That's a horrible name. Pete Postlethwaite. Postle- yeah. <laughs> um, his brother randomly died while playing poker, and this is a quote from him. That's the weird. Lad's down at his- yeah, the lads down his pub told me they'd been playing cards the week before. They were playing open three card poker, and Mike, the brother, drew three sixes. Ooh. And then he died. Then he just died. Does it say how? Didn't tell me how he died. No, nah, just randomly fucking died during playing playing poker. Po- draw, drew six 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 in this game. That's weird. Yeah. So. That is my little take on the omen and the poltergeist, which I love. I think that's super cool and interesting. Did anything and ever I love happen it. to, like, the kid? Did you read anything about whatever happened I, to the kid? No, they never mentioned the kid. I looked at a lot of sites for the omen and they never spoke about the kid. But, mm-hmm. yeah, apparently Satan was not happy with being... Portrayed as a child with a birthmark on his head. You know, I kind of agree. Was the omen the one where um, the top of the, the church, like the spiky point of the church falls yeah. down on someone as well? Yeah. There are a lot of good bits in that movie, actually, there's, now that I'm thinking yeah, about it. There's a lot of crazy, scary scenes. Yeah. Scary stuff. And they did it really well back then. Yeah. Because it was it – was, yeah, there was something. There's something really disturbing about that movie. I wonder if there's any like more modern movies that are kind of cursed. I'll have to look into that because I everybody knows about The Exorcist as well. Like that apparently had yeah. some weird things that happened as well. But was I, it The Exorcist that had? There's a scene in one of the the movies where they're in like a doctor's office and the guy who's playing the. the I think he's like he does the the. He, I think he operated the X-ray machine or something in one of the scenes in The oh, Exorcist. was a serial killer. He was, yeah, a real yes, serial killer. And he I've, was a killer yeah. at the time of the filming. I read about that. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's <laughs> nuts. And you can see him in the film being, like, really quiet and, yeah. like... He's an extra, like, when she's getting her yeah. brain scans yeah, he's and things an extra. done. Yeah. yeah, 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 that's exactly it. Oh, yeah, my God. Crazy. Yeah, 70s, <laughs> 70s movies are the best. Right? 70s the time. Yeah, 70s. When everything was everything happening. Was happening. All everything was happening. All the really good ghost stories, all the really good alien abductions, all the really all good the horror serial movies. serial killings. <laughs> everything. <Yeah>. Crazy. <laughs> Most of our Crazy. content, 70s. Is <laughs> 70s. Hitchhiking. Yeah. All, all of it. Yeah. Yep. All right. You're, you're, do you want to go for a break? Uh, break. <clears throat> yeah. Drink. <laughs> <laughs>
we're back. We're back. So, After a uh, 2.3 second break. We didn't really take a break. No, we didn't. <laughs> sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Um, so yep. mine is um, – it, mine depends on some pictures. So what I'm going to do is, as I'm reading it out, I'm going to text you some pictures. <laughs> do you have your phone okay. there? You've got, or, or is your phone? Yeah, you I'm using? on my phone. Okay, that's so, how I'm doing this call. What we'll have to do, what we'll have to do is wait. I'll, I'll get Facebook up on my computer, and you just Facebook them to okay, me. Okay, I'll do that. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. For centuries, people have claimed to have had intense religious experiences that have proven the existence of their chosen deity. From near-death visions to witnessing statues of the Virgin Mary weep tears of blood, people all over the world have for many years claimed to have a real religious experience. Are these experiences Mm. proof of the existence of higher beings? Are they proof of God? Proof that someone is watching over us. Or proof of mental illness. Could be. Today I will tell you about religious images seen in weird places. Ooh, fine. (laughs) Isn't there like Jesus toast? Well, like chips made of Jesus or something? Jesus made of chips? There's all sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff happened. Do it. So the first one is Jesus' receipt. <laughs> Sorry, a receipt? Yeah. Uh, people are so stupid. In June of 2011, a couple from South Carolina went to Walmart to buy a few items. So yes. I'm just going on to... Are you going to send me this receipt? Yes. Of course they got it from Walmart. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's a Jesus receipt from Walmart. Right. That's so you got your Facebook sweet. open? I'm send, yep. I'm sending you stuff as um the the woman and the man. The woman and the man. She looks like um kind of looks like Casey Anthony if Casey Anthony had her a hair all bit. like teased and two thousand and shit. She's yeah, I liked her hair actually. She's a very honky tonk woman. She looks like <laughs> Lady Gaga in a So the following Wednesday, Jacob Simmons and Gentry Lee Sutherland, which is the best name ever, returned home from a church service and Jacob saw the receipt from the Walmart purchase the previous week on the floor of the apartment. He picked it up. He picked it up and and he said, it was like it was looking at me. (laughs) So I'm sending you the receipt. (laughs) It was like he was looking at me. Oh, no, it looks like Charlie Manson. I know. That's Charles Manson. I know, I know. On the receipt, what? On the receipt is the undeniable, no. undeniable image of a face, and the couple are convinced it was the face of Jesus. The receipt was printed on thermal paper, so the only way the dark marks could have been made was if the paper was heated up. So it's not ink. Or any other type of like substance. It's not like a. It's not like someone drew it. Like it could only have appeared through heat. So it could only have happened if Jesus Christ or Charles Manson pressed the receipt paper up to their face for a good ten minutes. Yep. And heated the paper up. Yeah, they might have to actually cool. sit in front of the heater as well while while they did it. Yep. Okay. Uh, fair so enough. Gen- Gentry Lee said. 
we just feel it like, was like seeing Jesus Christ. She said, "You have to do the accent." All right, yeah, but the guys from <laughs> Oh for Art's sake are going to laugh at us. We, oh, true. We just feel like it's a blessing that God showed it <laughs> to us and opened our eyes. And we just feel like we should share the blessing God gave to us to everybody else. Oh, what legends. <laughs> I want to know what they bought. I'm, I'm zooming up to the receipt. I can't see well, what they bought, but they I'm said, sure it's shit like. All the, all the um, news items that I saw um, said that they were buying pictures. So I don't know if they, that means they were getting some pictures developed or they were buying some, like, wall art or whatever. Actually, um, I just need to say my sources as well, just real quick. HLN, oh, yeah. ABC News, US, BeliefNet, Wikipedia, Life Science, CentuPress.com, and The Daily Freaking Mail. Of course. Um, okay, the next one is Jesus Toast. <laughs> yes, Jesus Toast. Yes, Jesus Toast. All right, so I'm going to send you the picture. <laughs> We're all about the Jesus Toast here. Oh, which one was it? I so excited. So many food how many, Jesus how many on Jesus it. Toasts are there? <laughs> uh, I've only included one because okay. it's probably uh, going to be no, this so many. Like a, uh, sorry. I, that's uh, a woman. No, no, no. That's but a I've, beautiful woman. I, no, no, no. I've called it Jesus Toast, but it's actually Mary Toast. Uh, okay. So, in 1994, Florida resident Diane Dicer was about to eat her cheese toasty when she saw the oh. face of the Virgin Mary on the toast. Ten, oh, damn. Ten years later, she sold the sandwich on eBay for $28,000. What the? Oh. To a seller. Ten? And there's cheese in there? Ten years later, she sold the sandwich, yeah. To a seller who That's, wanted to take the sandwich on tour. Of course he did. God, <laughs> the richest people are the stupidest. <laughs> Interestingly, Diane says the sandwich never went mouldy since she made it in 1994. Well, it's probably that like... It's a divine sandwich. It's a no, divi- it's that cheap cheese that all Americans have where it like... Yeah, so it was actually... keep it in a can for 40 years. It was so processed. Like, yeah. I've heard of, like, crack dens, like, literally being abandoned for, like, 15 years and, like, Big Macs being on the floor literally looking 100%. the same as what they look like. It's been tested. It's been proven. <laughs> it's 100%. So, That's before McDonald's had to put in all those, like, healthy food regulations. You yep. could keep one of their, yep. hot, their those, burgers. That stuff ain't food. Yep. But we still eat it. <laughs> I mean, I love Macca's. I've... That's been my only daily highlight the past few weeks. I go to Macca's when I get a latte. Uh, I must say, I don't eat a lot of McDonald's food, but what I do eat, uh, because they don't have a lot of vegetarian stuff, but uh, what what I do eat, uh, do what I do buy from there on a very regular basis is coffee. Um, coffee. What, yeah. the co- they do incredible coffees and their Oreo McFlurries are the tits. Are they? Oh, my God. I had a chai this morning. So did I. Oh, really? I thought of you, actually. It's not often that I have a chai, but I thought – I woke up and I was like, I want a chai. I had a chai, and get this, I was in line because they're so busy at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the drive through was crazy. Yeah. A woman – the woman in front of me in the car was abusing the shit out of the little server woman. That is because un- I was Australian. so angry, I started beeping at her because they handed her – um. A tray, and she's like, "I didn't ask for a tray." And they're like, "We have to. It's a house thing." I don't want your damn tray. And she 
grabbed the tray off them and then threw it on the floor wow. and started screaming, like, I want to see it in paper. I want to see it written down to prove that you have to give me a tray. So I just held my hand on the horn <laughs> until she flew off. I was so close to getting out and being like, what the fuck are you doing? How I dare wish, you? I wish he'd yelled abuse at her. That would have been so funny. So oh. angry. Stupid my stuff. husband Ooh. texted me from McDonald's um, and he goes, oh, the lady in front of me, she demanded that the girl put um, a serviette around her latte. So uh, the girl was like, okay, geez. like even though she was wearing gloves. And then, yep. she go- and then he goes, but then – she just took the two freaking Happy Meals. So why yeah. couldn't she pick it's up like- a latte, but she could pick up the Happy Meals? <laughs> what? Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, people are losing it. So uh, divine sandwiches. Um, so when, Di- <laughs> <laughs> when Diane put the divine sandwich online, by the time that it was done sold, <laughs> it actually had 1.7 million hits. And that was That's in 2004. Bullshit. No, no, no. I reckon it's true. There's a lot of Christians out there. 100%. I, why don't we make our own imprint into a piece of bread and sell it for a million bucks? Like, Well, I'm afraid someone's probably already um, had that idea. So, and I'll come to that in a minute. Um, you see that shit all the time. Like, I'm pretty sure there's some, some celebrity has – I think it's – Actually, I think it's in a movie. A celebrity has like Fergie's poo or Madonna's poo in a little jar. They wear it in a necklace. <laughs> I think it's Madonna's poo that they found in a toilet after Madonna had left. They wear it in like a little vial around their neck. I think I'll pass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe one day someone will wear our poo. Great. <laughs> That's a dream only we can have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Diane thinks that the sandwich brought her good luck because she actually won $70,000 at a casino near her home. Of course she's a gambler as well. God, uh, I can picture this woman. She'd be living at home by herself, I don't going know. to the casino and eating cheese toasties. I okay. mean, that is a life. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds pretty good. Oh. So that's not the only time religious superstars have appeared on toast. And that's because there's a man in Vermont who actually makes toasters that burn the image of Jesus into the bread itself. It's called the Jesus Toaster. And the box features taglines, give us today our daily bread, as well as I am the bread of life. The toast comes out with an image of Jesus' Jesus's face with a halo of light radiating around him. He says he um, sells around 100 a day around Christmas time. What? He also offers the Star of David and the Virgin Mary. Right. <laughs> Good. Our world is going to shit. <laughs> All right. So the next one I've got is Jesus Chicken. Uh, okay. In 2014, Ernesto Hernandez from Pequeno Summit in Pennsylvania in the U.S. was eating a dinner prepared by his wife and was shocked to see yeah. on a piece of his baked chicken the unmistakable face of Jesus. Sending it to you now. Show me this chicken. All <laughs> oh, the suspense. Here we go. There we go. <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it looks like him. I'll give. I'll it does. Give him that. It does. He said he and his wife laughed about it. 
Uh, and then they sold it for a million bucks. <laughs> Ernesto said, I always kid to my wife, she's such a divine cook. And I'm about to fork into my chicken. And lo and behold, there's a picture of what looks like Jesus to me. It really took me back a minute. To what? Back to the before Christ? No, no, no. He took, took him back took, where? No, no, no. Took him oh, like <laughs> Took him a bit like he kind of blew his mind for a second. So identifying more as a spiritual rather than a Christian, he said, if I could convey a message to people, it would be pay attention. There are signs everywhere. Uh, mm. Ernesto was referred to in one of the articles I read as the Jesus chicken man. and The Jesus chicken man. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. That's a ter- terrible superhero. This is <laughs> this is my favorite one. It's Toilet Jesus. All right. <laughs> so it's from my favorite source, the Daily Stupid Mail. <laughs> okay, so we know that it's true. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it, this was actually on a lot of news sites. So this next one takes place Great. in Glasgow in 2015. Dave Simons, 33, was shopping in Ikea. He wanted to buy curtain tiebacks and a hot dog. And while he was there, he decided to go to the toilet. And in the wood grain of the door. He didn't use a display toilet, did he? No, no. He used a real toilet. And in the wood grain of the door, he saw what he thinks like he looks like uh, the face of Jesus. Hang on a minute. Okay. Let me send you this. It's literally crap. Wait, it's shit. Oh, it is terrible. No, as in it's actual shit. No, oh, no it's not. Like, that looks like um, Osama Bin Laden. I, that looks like it's Osama Bin Laden. I, don't, I reckon it looks like one of the Night King's metal men from Game of Thrones. It doesn't oh, look it does, like Jesus. Yeah. It doesn't look like Jesus. It, he looks like he's got um. Doesn't look like anything. Le- leprosy. His face is like melting. Yes. His nose is bleeding. His eyes are dead. He <laughs> does have lips though. It's not Jesus. I mean, I, I would not look at that and go. I'd, I'd go. Oh, look, a face. I wouldn't say it's no the face of Jesus. Anyway, can you imagine him taking a shit and being like, "Oh, Jesus." <laughs> well, <laughs> he, this this dude Dave, his response to the experience is the true definition of the difference between American people and British people. He yeah. said, "I spotted Jesus reminding me to do up my fly before I exited, exited the toilet." He also said, "I actually went to IKEA for tiebacks for curtains, but they didn't have any, so <laughs> Jesus didn't help us there." <laughs> yeah, good one, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, and there's a picture of the so-called face of Jesus in the article, followed by a picture of Mr. Simons at the pub. Um, at the pub? <laughs> <laughs> so British. <laughs> That's the best. They interviewed him at the pub. Uh, I don't know. if they. Maybe they just said, oh, can you send us a picture Maybe that of was yourself? the only photo of him. Well, he's British. That's the best. Of course. Okay, so next we've got that. Shower Jesus. Okay. Uh, We're going back to 2005 in this one. Pittsburgh man Jeffrey Rigo stepped out of the shower one day in in 2005 to notice that a piece of his water-damaged wall actually had a stain that looked like Jesus. He cut it off the wall and put it on on eBay under the title Shower Jesus. 
All right, you ready? Uh, mold. He's literally selling mold. Are you ready for your mind to be blown? Yes. Hang on a minute. There it is. There it is. There it is. So on the left is the picture it, of it, and the right disgusting. is it's, um, close up. That's disgusting. It does look like that Jesus, though. Come on. Disgusting. That's I know. mold. It's t- well, it's gross. Yeah. But it does look like Jesus. Yeah. Does look, it not? there's a lot of white men with beards. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's ridiculous. So he sold that. So it could be a Jesus or a folk singer busking Did anyone outside buy Woolworths. Okay, yeah. so Shower Jesus was purchased from Jeffrey for $1,999.99 by Internet Casino Golden Palace.com, who are apparently notorious for buying stupid things online. Yeah, well, they proved that, didn't they? Other dumb stuff they've bought includes the infamous Virgin Mary grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, great. Britney Spears pregnancy test. <laughs> And a VW Golf previously owned by Pope Benedict the Sixteenth. Right. So they just have a lot of money and they're all idiots. Yeah, they just buy dumb stuff. That's shit. Uh, so the last one I'm going to tell you about is my favorite. It's Jesus Sock. Jesus Sock? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the British ones are the best. <laughs> Yeah. In 2011, Sarah Crane from Orpington in Kent, UK, was doing her laundry. She was hanging up her socks and realized that the creases of the sock, she in the Ugh. creases of the sock, she could see the face of Jesus. She moved of the she sock. Could. Hang on, let me I'll send it to you now. <laughs> I freaking love this one. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see it? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Hang on a minute. Chris. They're so dirty. Chris can't see They're this. Filthy. Hang on. Chris can't see this. How do I get this to Chris? Oh, God. Put it all over a Facebook wallpaper. Hang on. I'm going to send it to Chris on. Um... Oh, no. I'll text it to you. Hang on. So. <laughs> she's, she's crying. <laughs> Let me see. Let me... Is she laughing? She's quit. She's exited the building. Okay. She's screaming. So, um, so Sarah Crane found this sock, this Jesus sock. She moved the sock to a shrine she had built for it, but in moving uh. it, the face wasn't as clear as it once was. Uh, she says, I called my boyfriend over straight away. We could both clearly see the face of Jesus in the sock. There is a straight-on face and a side profile too. We couldn't believe it. I immediately took some pictures to show our family and friends. They all thought it was hilarious. And let me yeah, well. send you this cute picture of her. It is so funny. <laughs> what? <laughs> She's like, look, it's right there, it's right there. <laughs> she said, "Oh no, we think it's a bit of a sign, but for what we don't know. Unfortunately, it's not quite good enough to donate to our local church, but our friends have all been round to see it. <laughs> so I have no faith in the world. Oh, how can you not? It's a Jesus sock. Yeah. <laughs> in conclusion, uh, Live Science writes that it's perfectly normal to see the image of Jesus in foodstuffs. 
A small area at the side of the brain called the fusiform face area can trick us into thinking we have seen familiar faces in places they shouldn't be, such as a picture of a waterfall or the surface of Mars. This phenomenon is called pareidolia and may be responsible for many religious and paranormal experiences. Wow. That is my story of Jesus in weird places. That's it. me hello hello (laughs) well everyone i think that might be it for us everybody's left and it's just me who's excited about the new episodes of um penny dreadful because we've got a new we've got a new season wait 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 huh you you completely dropped out i don't know if that recorded the last no, no, no. I, Minute. You went away, so I just went ahead with the show. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Well, you, okay. Well, I'm back. Okay, you're back. What did you think of all that? Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I've, I've always found images of Jesus in tortillas and things to be absolutely hilarious, so I, I, I wanted to um, look into that a little bit further. I loved it. And it that was, was really good. It was fun. It was fun. That was fun. And now my um, Facebook feed is full of weird photos <laughs> in case anyone hacked my account and they're like, oh, what's this? Chris, did you get the pictures? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which was your favourite? Was it Jesus Sock? Toilet Jesus? The, yeah, the Jesus Sock. sock. She loves the she, sock. Yeah, Jesus Sock. Yeah, she's my yeah. favourite too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what my – yeah, she's my favourite. Uh, so just uh, a bit of – Housekeeping going forward, Uh, our whole season two schedule um, has basically been thrown completely out. Yeah. We were going to be having interviews with other people. Ghost tours. And and we were going to go on tours and we were going to talk to people and it was just going to be, you know, a lot of fun and then – COVID-19 happened, so that's why you have this. So basically what we're doing, what we're envisioning doing is just doing this format until the end of the season. So we have three more episodes until the end of the season. Uh, And then we'll probably do our usual take a month off and then we'll come back for season three and hopefully there will be um, a little bit of – Yeah, hopefully it'll be over. Hopefully it'll it'll be over and we can get back to having our – can, uh, compression Life. sessions and we can have special guests. Um, yeah, 100%. And, you know, maybe we can s- sort of, you know, shake things up a little bit. But as for now, yeah. uh, this is it. But at least we can do this. Yeah, it's you great. Know. And, like, if you listen to a lot of podcasts at the moment, everyone's going through the same thing. Everyone's mm-hmm. recording from different living rooms and the yeah. quality isn't that great. Mm-hmm. It's all scratchy, but, like, mm-hmm. we're trying. So yeah. hang in there, guys. And it's never as fun to do it in, like, you know, over the phone as it is, like, no, it's, actually it's in the studio. It's fun. It's always yep. fun to do it in the studio. So it, I can't wait for that yeah, to happen. Great. But great. you know what? At least we've got this. It's better than yeah, nothing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And while you're doing your Pilates in your pajamas in the living room, listen to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're very inspiring people. Yeah. 
All right, you guys. Yeah. Well, we hope, All right, you, guys. we hope you're doing well in isolation. We hope you're doing okay. Everyone um, stay safe. Oh, and this week our um, we had an ad in our we had friends ad. episode um, true crime horror story over in America. They ran our ad this week, so thank you for that. May not be, mean a lot to everyone else, but it means a lot to us. It does. It does. <laughs> so, yep. you guys, um, <laughs> until next week, you guys, be creepy. But don't be a creep. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Radiographer or something. Oh my god! He turned out being a serial killer. Like during the filming, he was like (laughs) the freaking lights in the studio just went off. Yeah, I saw that. That was so creepy. No, no, the curse. And then they just are these on a sensor or something? Chris, Chris, they are. She's nodding. (laughs) (laughs) That was so creepy. Um, You just have to jump around a bit. Good.